definitely human. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It is the summer of 1927. Joy Dutton Cavendish and her unusual family of occult investigators have journeyed to India in search of a sinister cult and a possible cure for her horrifying affliction. Already they are bruised and bloodied, having survived a terrible shipwreck by chance alone. Although safe for now, our heroes are in dire need of a guide to escort them to Lake Balaganur, where Joy hopes to finally. Vanquish the ancient evil that has plagued her, but dependable allies are hard to come by on the strange and dubious trail of the Infinite Bad. The Ruins of Karajar, Part Three. In the small coastal village of Pajpandari, Fritz von Humboldt, his family, and their guide find themselves face to face with a peculiar sight. Four unlikely companions, bedraggled and dirty, standing alone in the surprisingly quiet settlement. An American with short black hair and a scar on her cheek. An elderly lady with piercing eyes and stiff posture. A hulking brute of a man with a crooked nose and a short, wiry young woman with a face full of freckles. Fritz smiles and reaches out to shake the English gentleman's outstretched hand. I'd like to make a strength check. Fifteen. <laughs> okay.、Uh, as you're grabbing his hand, he turns to the woman. And he says, "Greta, look, our、uh, English here. You would have thought." And he, he transitions into what you assume is German. And as he does so, you, your hand just crunches <laughs> his, and he yelps in surprise. And he withdraws his hand, rubs it ruefully, and he says, "Yes, well."、Uh, Tell me more. How how have you come to be in Pashpandari? Um, by by ship, <laughs> and by water. I I'm sorry. I I do not have the full understanding. It's a long story. What are you doing here anyway? My name is Fritz von Humboldt, and this is my wife Greta and my little son Theo. 
And the gentleman carrying the, the, the heavy load? And- ah, yes, this is Ashok. Yes, he is He is my uh, porter. Yes. Ashok, how do you do? Do you need a hand there, my friend? No, um, and he... It's just that you appear to be quite small and I'm very big, so perhaps <laughs> I'm better suited to uh, carry your burden. Uh, his eyes widen and he shakes his head. Yeah, suit yourself. <laughs> Fritz, did you say it was? Yes, Fritz. Yes, uh, I am a uh, an academic, indeed. Yes, in a, a student of agronomy. Is this research that you're doing in India? Yes, I have come all the way from Bombay to this uh, little village here on the western coast, uh, seeking a a very rare cultivar of lemon that only mm. grows in Pashpandari. Ah, oh, Fritz, you could not have said a worse thing. Um, <laughs> what is that? Yes, <laughs> indeed! <laughs> I do apologize uh, for my associate, Mrs. Cavendish. He's very old and deranged. Um, <laughs> what village is this, actually? This is, uh, it's a small village called uh, Pashpandari. It's two days, have we been traveling? Two days, two days from Bombay. Uh, oh, okay, good. So, yeah, it's not too far... I- Have you not come from Bombay yourselves? Uh, No, as I said, we came from ship. We're actually heading towards Bombay. That's our destination. We're tourists. Ships will have, from London, will have come into Bombay. Yes, this one sort of took a detour downwards. (laughs) (laughs) The ship sank? Yes. But we're all fine, aren't we? Oh, God. <laughs> Smile at everyone. <laughs> we're just fine. Just dandy, really. Uh, he looks at you and he seems to recontextualize your haggard and ragged <laughs> appearance now, which he just assumed was a result of just English slovenliness. <laughs> Fair. And he says, my God, I, you are wounded. Oh, you must see, you, you, you must see a doctor. Where is the, where is the doctor, Ashok? I'm actually, I'm actually a doctor and, and we have, um, we've, we've. You are the doctor? <laughs> Why are you not seeing to these wounded people? We all feel much better. Honestly, you did a fantastic job. Thank Dorothy, you, honestly. Sebastian. I feel fine. Thank you. I'm with these people. I'm not the doctor from the village. I mean, I don't, do I look? Like I'm a native doctor from this village. I, I'm. I've also been on the ship. But this is this village is is still in the British Dominion. Where are the guards? Where are where? Have you looked for survivors? We did look for survivors, and there were none on on our beach. None so far as we could see. That we could see. You're being very aggressive <laughs> towards survivors of a shipwreck. I'm feeling a little under attack from Fritz. <laughs> We're doing the best we can. Look, we're all a bit sort of shocked. We have the shell shock. (laughs) So we haven't quite got around to investigating the scene, as it were. But no, you're quite right. How about you lead the way and we'll follow you? Well, shall we... Shall we... You're a doctor, yes? Yes. Shall we look for survivors first, or shall we find this clinic? There must be a clinic here. I will not have my son and my wife here in a town with no clinic. Well, Fritz, it seems to me that you have a lot of energy, so I would definitely encourage you to go and have a look for survivors, and um, we will stay here and maybe I will help you, sir, of course. And maybe we will try to find... The British presence here, whatever that means. Yeah, okay. So you take my wife, Greta. Greta, go with the doctor. Uh, Theo, 
go, go with the doctor also. And and you, uh, he points to you, Sebastian. You come with me, and we search for survivors. It's, uh, where are the where are the men? Where are the men in this village? I only see women and and other children. Maybe they're already looking for survivors. <laughs> Let's go catch up with them, shall we? Okay, he starts loping towards the beach. Is Ashok coming as yes, well? Yes, Ashok is also in tow. I guess let's, yeah, let's just like walk around the town and make sure that we haven't missed any British people, I guess. Like any. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we haven't, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, should we, if he's positive that there should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or any signs that there were British yeah, people here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, Sebastian, you go with Fritz and Ashok to look for survivors. Uh, As you crest the dunes, it doesn't take you longer than 10 minutes really to get there. You're struck again as you approach the beach that it is not this kind of picturesque band of white sand that mug travel journals you will have read talk of. It's messy with shells, loose rocks and other debris, and it still smells just as foul as a few hours before, covered as it is with with the wreckage of the RMS Arundel Castle. In the distance, though, you can see the fishermen, and they're dipping into the water from simple wooden boats, casting their wicker baskets with practiced, repetitive motions. And you can hear their chatter filter thinly across the distance between you. Looking around, though, you can start to make your search for survivors. Make an investigation check. Four. Uh, <laughs> how are you going about? Are you literally just going to every body you can see and flipping them over and seeing? Basically, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you don't find anything particularly interesting. The, the, the two bodies that you've gone up to are dead and you can't recognize them. But Ashok motions Fritz over and Fritz starts exclaiming loudly in German as he looks down upon one of the corpses. Bound over. You bound over and you notice that it is a corpse that you recognize. Uh, You only met him briefly back on the ship. He is the pudgy man whom Cornelia was trying to bat the meal out of. Um, And you you don't know anything else about this man besides that very brief interaction. But what catches your attention is that he seems to be caught in a fish net in a fairly suspicious way it's as if he's been in this fishing net for quite some time make a perception check nine and there's very large and visible track marks where it looks like he was dragged onto the beach caught in this fishing net and just left to rot in the sun corpse maze Corpse maze. This, <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I, start, I, I start saying that out loud to myself. <laughs> no. Corpse maze, corpse maze, corpse maze. Oh no, oh no. Okay, Fritz says, uh, Sir, are you are you quite all right? Yes! Ha! Couldn't be better. Of course, I'm, I'm fine. I feel great. <laughs> uh, make, Why wouldn't I? Make a wisdom check. 16? Okay, you gain 10 dread at the sight of this as it starts bringing floods of unpleasant memories back. So, Fritz, this seems a little odd, don't you think? I mean, clearly this man was uh, flung into the ocean as part of the shipwreck and caught, unfortunately, caught in one of these fishing nets, and and the poor man died. What about this uh, dragging marks here? The motion of the tides, I assume? Are you you imputing some sort of nefarious motive (laughs) upon the fishermen? These are British nets. Yes. Hmm. 
something worth investigating, perhaps. I wish somebody smart was here. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of, the rest of you, Cornelia, Dorothy, and Joy, uh, after wandering around for a portion of an hour and growing somewhat frustrated trying to find any signs of this clinic that Fritz was, was mentioning or mm-hmm. any signs of, of a British officer or anything like that, Cornelia, you spot a faded red cross emblem out of the corner of your eye Mm -hmm. on a squat building which is so dusty and covered with caked sand that you did not at first recognize it to be made of brick rather than the mud construction that the rest of the village uses. Like the rest of the houses in this village, there is no door, although this building seems to have possessed one in a former life, judging from the rusted iron hinges which hang from the side of the entrance. Inside, you can see a dense thicket of fishing paraphernalia, including nets, baskets, and vicious-looking pole hooks. Let's go have a look at that. Yeah, let's investigate this building. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a perception check at disadvantage as you approach the All of us. clinic. Yes. Yeah. Five. Ten. Three. Okay, so as you're approaching it, um, you're making a disadvantage because as you approach it, the old woman gets in between you and the clinic and mm-hmm. she kind of motions for you to stop and so you're like trying to look around her to see inside and you can't really see anything particularly interesting. But she motions quite vigorously for you to, to take a step back. I smile at her, and I try to go around. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem, madam? Uh, she doesn't understand you, and as you smile at her, she smiles back at you and like moves to block you again, Cornelia. <laughs> okay. I would like to put my hands on her shoulder and like rotate us both. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Uh, are you kind of forcing this interaction, this physical exchange? Well, let's say no now (laughs) and see how that goes okay uh she resists (laughs) yes then okay make a strength check do we really want to start a fight with this old woman okay i'm still smiling ain't no one gonna fight (laughs) (laughs) okay strength check yeah (laughs) 10 uh she kind of stumbles and and catches her balance um starts clucking to herself uh and she starts crying out to someone else in the village uh sebastian um, you can hear this. There's some sort of commotion happening back in the village. I go running back to the commotion. Okay. Oh, well, first I say, oh no! And then <laughs> I go running back towards the commotion. She's just crying out. Is she this old woman? Yeah, she's just calling out for someone to come and help, basically. Is there anybody paying attention? Is there anybody that can... Not that you can see, but after a few moments, you can see Sebastian cresting the border dunes and loping down towards you to investigate what the commotion is. Are there any um, windows in this little... Yeah, there's a couple of windows. And now, I mean, now that she's out of the way, you can go inside and and search, make a perception check. Twelve. Nine. Five. Cornelia, Mm -hmm. you can see that buried beneath the fishing nets and hooks and baskets that there are implements of a medical nature that that are actual British. uh, Mm. They look like they're British made. Um, There's small bottles uh, gauze, rolls of gauze, and you can see a set of nurses' clothing. Okay, we get to ha- get some gauze. Right? <laughs> 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 Hell yeah! Yeah, stock up. Yeah. Um, uh, do okay. you want to take a, a closer catalog, like reckoning of of what oh, yeah, supplies yeah. you found? Let's walk in. We're still smiling at the old woman. Yeah. She's looking at us. Okay, so the old woman is now um, rapidly speaking to Ashok, who seems to speak. He speaks Marathi. And so he's replying to her and looking over nervously at you, Sebastian, and at Cornelia. Uh, clearly, she seems to be complaining especially about you two. Dorothy, make an investigation check at advantage. 
17. So uh, something catches your eye about this nurse's clothing. There's something familiar about it. And you investigate the lining of it. And you can see a tag on the inside that bears the name Boskin. <gasps> oh, shit. No. Make Whoa. a wisdom check. Wow. 18. So you gain 10 dread. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But, but how old is this thing? How old does the stuff here look? Is it like 10 years old? Like she was stationed here before she went to Draglow? It looks like it's been abandoned for some time, but it's difficult to say because it's so much has been piled on top of it. Or investigate more, are there any paper records? Uh, looking, it looks like most of it has been gotten rid of. It looks like they kept the nurse's clothes around as just scrap clothing that you happen to have found, and the bottles, because maybe they thought they would be valuable, but it looks like it's been deliberately emptied. Bottles? Like, small I sniff bottles. all the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> These seem to be normal opiates and okay. other... Yeah. <laughs> I think we should definitely grab anything that looks useful from the medical supplies. I'll, I'll just point them out, right. and I'll, like, and we'll distribute them and <laughs> definitely get that gauze. Um, <laughs> and then I just want to point at the I want to motion you over and point at the label what have so you found Dorothy pointing at the label with Boskin on it what does this mean How? I think we should maybe leave so okay. that none of the other villagers come in and realise that we know yeah. what they know that we know but what what, what do, do they we know? know? I... So Ashok uh, turns to you, Sebastian, and says that they seem quite upset. They seem quite mm. upset with, with all of you. <laughs> Perfectly understandable. Um, <laughs> could they be any more specific? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're saying, they're saying you're, you're barging into their, their fishing hut. This is where they keep their valuable equipment. Mm. Yes. We're all just... Uh... After the whole shipwreck, you know, ugh, our heads are all over the place. I think we're, I think we have shell shock. I think that's what it is. It's the shell shock. <laughs> Could you explain to her that it's shell shock? He kind of pauses and thinks about it, and then he turns and starts speaking in Marathi again to the woman, who start, who looks at you with bulging eyes and just indignant, and starts railing back at you. I'm like smiling and nodding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's uh, she, what's she saying now? <laughs> Uh, she's saying that you're poor guests. Oh. <laughs> I see. Yes, yes. I'm gonna think for a while. Yes. Uh, out of the corner of your eye. Oh, so the rest of you still inside? Or have you come no, out I've, now and try? I've come out. Yeah, let's come out. Try and put everything back yeah. in order. So you notice that the other three have come out, Sebastian, and they're looking a little bit paler. Let me talk to them. <laughs> the thing is, I'm the sensible one. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all a bit crazy sometimes. <laughs> Let me just, I'll talk to them and I'll get them to see sense. And we, and we won't be a problem anymore, I promise. Okay. Yeah, I go over and sort of like put my hands around them. <laughs> kind of like push them away. Like, hey. Sebastian, what are you doing? Um, What are you doing? More to the point. <laughs> I'm doing perfectly normal things. We're done. We're not going back into the hut anymore. Why did We're you go into the hut, Fritz though? said there was a medical hut. We saw a hut with a red cross on the side. That old lady is very upset. I think she didn't want you to go in there, but you did anyway. And now she's mad at you. At us. Me as well. And I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz comes by and he says, what, what, what did you find? Did you, is this a clinic? There's no one here. 
The clinic definitely looks abandoned. It was a clinic once upon a time. Yeah, it doesn't look as if there's any British presence here anymore. Greta says, Fritz, I have a bad feeling about this village. We should not have come, maybe. At this point, you notice that there are three fishermen who seem to have come back, perhaps because they have heard the the, the old lady wailing, and they're stepping towards you uh, somewhat briskly with curious and disapproving expressions. Mm -hmm. Ashok begins to explain to them... And there's a brief exchange in which Ashok continually looks back at each of you quite nervously and seems to be trying to calm the fishermen down. After a few minutes, Ashok turns around and he says, well, they're saying that there was a clinic that was built here many years ago. It was briefly staffed. There was a doctor, a British doctor and several soldiers, but they left and they never returned. Wow. That solves that mystery. We need to get to Bombay. Do you have a map? <laughs> yes, yes, we, we came from Bombay. Uh, it's it's a couple of days' journey. Um, I don't think you will be able to make it without a guide. Hmm. So it's getting towards evening now, and your, your exertions of the day are beginning to take their toll. You are hungry and tired. Hmm. And the light is fading. Uh, Fritz looks around and he taps his foot and thinks. And he says, well, this is um, not ideal, but we shall set up in that hut. And he points at the hut that you were briefly set up in. Greta, take Theo there and, and I will be there shortly. Perhaps let us regroup in the morning and think about what these scheming villagers have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like him, but he is in our hut. Um, How close is the beach? It's like a 10 minute walk away. I feel like I want to walk along the beach. Okay. So you start taking a walk along the beach, Joy, and the rest of you are just in the hut, I suppose. Fritz keeps to his own devices a little bit. He starts writing in his journal. He makes small talk with you for a while. As darkness begins to fall completely... All of you become aware, except for Joy, who's walking on the beach. The rest of you become aware that the village is becoming very deathly still. And you become aware at one point of just utter silence. There's no there's no one talking. There's no children crying or playing or laughing. It's as if even the sound of the sea seems to be muffled. And it almost it takes you by surprise. And you, you, you catch yourself and you look outside and you see that there's no one there. Joy, on the other hand, you start coming back up the beach towards the village because it's getting quite late. And you notice that there are dozens, if not hundreds, of villagers who are standing, cresting the dunes in an unnervingly straight line. And they seem transfixed by the horizon or perhaps the gnomic glint of the moon on the waves. Your eyes follow their gaze and you find yourself momentarily frozen watching the gently murmuring waves and a sense of anticipation and anxiety that you can't quite explain starts rising up inside you. You come back to yourself and you see the villagers anew. And now you're possessed by this kind of chimeric sense that if any of them were to turn around right now and see you watching them, then you would be doomed. Yet they do not move. They continue to stare at the moon. So where's the camp and where am I if this is... The... So you're some ways down the beach. Yeah. And you can see them all arrayed in a line in front of the village, basically, but okay. at the crest. So I'd have to walk past them to get to the village. Sort of you could sneak, yeah. But before that, you're going to have to make a wisdom check. Three. Okay, so you gain 15 dread. Um, I want to um, 
hide behind something and wait for them to do something. So you can hide behind one of the dunes, basically, and, and or get low behind some rubble. Make a stealth check at advantage. 20. Wow. <laughs> you are completely back, hidden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like a ghillie suit on. <laughs> Yeah, you, they, you're quite sure that they can't see you at the moment, but they don't They don't seem to be moving or doing anything at all. Back at the hut, guys, Fritz seems to be quite disconcerted by the silence as well. Mm-hmm. And he, almost as if to break it, starts talking quite loudly. and like, <laughs> Greta, can you hear that? Where is everyone? What's going on here? And he starts striding out, uh, looking around for someone. Silence sure is loud here. <laughs> I'd like to check to see if my gun is still working. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you take your gun out uh, and check it, and then you, you tuck it back in your pocket and look up and you see Greta just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give her a wink, can I say. Has anyone seen Joy? I think she was taking a walk. A rather long walk. Yes, it's rather dark out there and quiet. I think I'll take a stroll. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, With my gun. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go after Fritz. I want to know about his research. Okay, I'm actually gonna go with Sebastian because I yeah. feel like okay. I feel like I'm a little concerned for him. <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, well, you've had a rough day. You shouldn't be alone. Dorothy, I can tell exactly what you're feeling. You're worried about Joy, same as me. Yes, she shouldn't be out here in, in, in the night. That's exactly right, Sebastian. It's dangerous That's is what cool. it is. Irresponsible. <laughs> So Cornelia, you catch up to Fritz before they get mm. to the beach, basically. He seems to be wandering vaguely towards the beach. Just I'll walk go. with him. Okay. Actually. As you walk with him, he turns to you and he says, Don't you think this is very strange? That Very strange, yes. Well, Where are they? Indeed. 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 Is this some sort of strange local custom to, to go on, on nocturnal walks? Perhaps. Let's find out, Fritz. Yes. Most agreeable, madam. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so he starts walking towards the beach also. Uh, so you reach the, the cresting dunes almost at the same time, and you all see the same thing. All of you make perception checks. Not you, because they're doing it to see if they can see you. Six. Fifteen. Fourteen. Okay. So Sebastian and Dorothy, in addition to seeing this bizarre sight of a hundred or so fishermen and villagers arrayed in a perfectly straight line, you also see joy... Very well hidden from them, but not so well hidden that you can't spot her hiding behind a dune in the moonlight. Uh, so now all of you make wisdom checks as well. Can I see them? Hmm? Can I see Yes, them? they're very obvious. Yeah, they're not stealthy at all. Two. Two. Eleven. Uh, Thirteen. So all of you take fifteen dread. I think I immediately grab Dorothy as I'm, like, jumping down on the ground. What about you? Um, Fritz is, is just opening and closing his mouth and adjusting his monocle. I guess I hit the deck as well. Okay. <laughs> Do you try to get Fritz to hit the deck also? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fritz looks for a few moments more, and then you are dusted with sand as he turns heel and just scoffers. <laughs> He's just started running back towards the village. I'm going to start making my way towards Troy. Like, on my belly, I guess. Like, like sneaky-like. Dorothy, no! <laughs> the, the, no! 
Does that feel like a safe thing to do? Uh, You don't know because you're possessed by the same fear that Joy was that if these villagers were to turn around and all they would need to do is turn around and and they would be quite easy to see you, you suspect. Um, Can I see anything out at sea? I want to really stare intently at what they're looking at. Uh, Make a perception check. Seven. Okay, uh, well, that's a mercy. You can't see anything. Oh, mercy. Okay. (laughs) I think I'm going to just... Yeah. Try to make my way to Joy. Okay, but I'll, I'm be... going to stop you. <laughs> okay, so you start trying to shimmy through the sand and Sebastian yeah. clamps his hand on your back. Like, no. And then I'm going to be like, Psst. <laughs> That's so much worse. <laughs> you idiot. Stop that. Psst. I start I like frantically put... waving like, shh, shh. I'll put my hand over Sebastian's mouth yeah. to shut <laughs> him up. <laughs> Okay, um, so yeah, you put your hand over Sebastian's mouth and no one seems to have heard or noticed. Okay, yeah, I'm going to rejoin them. Okay. I can see the sending in disaster. <laughs> Make a stealth check at advantage, Joy. 17. Great. Uh, so stepping lightly through the sand, you barely make a sound uh, and you are with the rest of the group in just a moment. Uh, back to the village. Yeah, let's go back to the village. Okay. As you descend back into the village, you start to hear Greta's voice and she seems quite upset. I walk towards the voice. Uh, as you walk towards the voice, you're walking towards the hut where Fritz and, and Greta and Theo took up residence. Uh, and as you're approaching, you're about 80 feet away. You can see Fritz burst out of the hut and he's fully packed. He's got the heavy pack that Ashok was wearing um, as he came in. Greta is, is with Theo trailing behind, is begging him to remain saying Fritz what are you doing what what, what what you can't just leave Fritz stop and talk to me capital idea let's all leave are you headed towards Bombay by any chance as you say that Sebastian Fritz whirls around and you see that he has a gun in his hand <laughs> okay I put my hands in the air he fires it once wildly <gasps> into the air uh, as if a warning shot but it rings incredibly loudly and all of you are, are quite <laughs> certain that, that everyone on the beach oh will have God. heard this. Oh, he says, Fritz. stay back! Stay back! No. This village is mad! Yes, agreed! I'm agreeing with you! We're on your side! Greta turns to you and says, don't kill him! He's, he's lost his mind! He's under a great deal of stress! He's been looking for this lemon for a long time! <laughs> Madam, you don't know stress! <laughs> Believe you me! Is Ashok there as well. Uh, Ashok is there. He's inside the hut and he's kind of looking back to Fritz and then over to you and then back to Fritz and then to Greta. He seems very concerned. I'd like to, I guess, gather Greta and Theo and Ashok. Mm. Say, we'll, we'll go back. We'll go to Bombay. So as you step towards Greta and Theo, uh, I'm going to have to ask you all to roll initiative. Seven. Fifteen. Eleven. One. Joy, what do you want to do? Well, yeah, I mean, we've got to get out of here. Okay. I'm going to convince them to let us leave with them because obviously we need Ashok as the guide. We need to go. So are you walking towards Ashok? Yeah. What are you doing, Dorothy? I think I want to sort of approach him slowly, like with my hands in the air, making like soothing sounds. <laughs> You're approaching Fritz. <laughs> like slowly. Just cooing. Slowly and soothingly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, Cornelia, what are you doing? I'm going to run at him. <laughs> Okay. I'm making wailing sounds. <laughs> to try and intimidate him. And like, okay. shock him into submission. Yeah! I'm 
I'm okay. going to try and disarm him. <laughs> okay, go for it. Make an attack. One. <laughs> One. Okay, so... I can't believe it. <laughs> so, um, Dorothy, as you're stepping towards Fritz, trying to, like, calm him down, what happens, Cornelia barges into your back. She's just charged and knocked you down. Oh, God, um, I'm so sorry. And you, you just scream, obviously, in surprise and shock. Uh, and Cornelia screams because she, she didn't screaming. want to... Yeah, she's just <laughs> screaming in general, and then she's surprised to have knocked you down. And at this... Um, Fritz's aim turns and he shoots at Ashok. <gasps> no! Um, it, it thankfully misses. It, it thuds into the wall of the hut. Ashok turns on his heel and he jumps through the window <laughs> of the hut nice. to the other side and he just starts running into the jungle and he's almost immediately lost in the jungle undergrowth. Mm. We need him. Mm. <laughs> we need that he guy. was the yeah. one we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fritz, what the hell? Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> I can't just like standing there with my hands up just watching all of this unfold. <laughs> I'm going to try and grapple the gun off him then. Okay, um, but Sebastian's I'm still gonna. I'm not moving. I'm just. I'm just standing there. Okay, um, trying to like get Fritz's attention. So Fritz does seem to be paying attention back to you again after having chased Ashok away. So Joy, you can approach um, relatively stealthily if you want to. Yeah. Make a stealth check at advantage. Seventeen. Okay, you can approach him uh, without being noticed, which means that you can make your disarm check at advantage as well. 15. 15. 5 and a 15, yeah. Okay, you are grappling him now, uh, and he is desperately trying to, to resist you, and, and he's lost his turn now because he's trying to turn the gun towards you, but you're weaving in and out of his range. Dorothy, what do you want to do? So I'm on the ground still, right? Yes. I think I might just shout for Sebastian to help Joy. Okay, Cornelia? I'm up and running again. Yeah. I'm going to tackle him. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, you barrel into the both of them. Uh, Joy, make an athletics check to stay on your feet. Ten. Uh, so you fall over, Joy. Fritz is also, for, he's fallen to one knee now. Uh, Joy, you fall into the side. Did and I Cor- get the gun? You haven't got the gun yet. Oh. Cornelia, you're standing over uh, Fritz, though. Yeah. Sebastian, what do you want to do? I run over because I... I've seen this before. <laughs> I, know, I know what Cornelia is capable of. <laughs> okay, so you walk up. So how do you want to engage with I'd, this I'd like to sort of get of in between of Cornelia and Fritz. Okay. Uh, and at the same time, just kind of see where that gun's at. Okay, make a strength check. 17. So you manage to get in between Cornelia and Fritz, and you can see that Joy is very close to being able to disarm Fritz. So you do you want to, like, take the gun? I'll let Joy do her thing, but I'll just put, like, a reassuring hand on Fritz's shoulder and say, as I say, I'm very sorry about all this and, and her. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Okay, Joy, make another uh, attack check at advantage to complete the disarm. 16. Great. Okay. So you take the gun from him. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to point it at him? Yeah, I'm going to turn it around on him. Okay. So uh, as soon as you do so, he's whipped out a knife. Oh, Jesus. God. This guy. Fritz, give up. <laughs> Please. We're all very tired and we really need to get to Bombay. Please, whatever this mania that you find yourself in, stop. Okay. Make an intimidate <laughs> <laughs> Make an intimidate check. 18. 
Uh, he turns tail and starts screaming and fleeing down the road. It's a real time waste of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Greta and Theo? Yeah. Uh, they are still like in, in the entrance of the hut, just distraught and terrified. I'd like to smile reassuringly at them. <laughs> <laughs> or is your husband's going to be fine? Um, okay, make perception checks, everyone. Eight, nine, three. Three. Dorothy and Sebastian exchange a nervous glance as Greta begins to wail. They do not have time for her shrieking panic. The villagers might return at any moment, and who knows what nefarious plans lie in store for them. They have seen enough to be sure that this small village of Pajpandari is under the spell of Angela Gresley, but there is little they can do about it now. They must leave at once before it is too late. Joy tugs at Cornelia's sleeve, turning her to face the dunes. There the villagers stand still and silent, barely visible in the night sky. Each and every one of them is staring down at our heroes. You've been listening to The Ruins of Karajar, written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor, Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish, David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg, and Charlie May as Joy Dutton Cavendish. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at The Infinite Bad and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. The Infinite Bad is a definitely human production. 